Welcome back to the Theme Park Junkies podcast. We have a wonderful, wonderful show lined up today for you, the listener. My name is Ryan. I'm joined by Jay. How are you doing today on this uh, Friday? Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm still a million bucks shy of being a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I was sick recently. I got sick. And uh, under the weather, too. One of the movies I watched during that time was Uncle, not Uncle Buck. Jeez. Um, no, what's it called? Oh, my God. Trains? No, 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 no. Go again. Um, who's Summer Rental? Who's, who's Harry Crumb? Oh, really? Now, how did you like that one? That was a weird one. It's not good. It doesn't. No, I, hold I never, up. not one of his best by no. any means. Kind of disappointing, actually. Um, you can see where, like, they wanted to make this into, like, uh, a series like you know that it's set up for right. a sequel and all this stuff but right i remember that one had a lot of promotion and stuff behind it like you know they thought it might do something but if i remember right uh it box office bombed and the reviews were not hot yeah that that one and uh delirious I'm not a fan of either of those he made some weird choices with movies yeah only the Lonely. Did you ever see that one? Yeah, I liked that one. That one I kind of liked. Depre- I that like depressing was, movies. So. Right. He, that was different for him. Yeah. He was a leading romantic role in kind of a sadder movie than he was doing, but I kind of like that. But uh, yeah, who's Harry Crumb? I don't know who he is because I think he's basically forgotten. Do you know that my sweetheart met John Candy? Wow, no. Well, how'd she do that? She was a little baby in a little baby carriage, and John Candy came up to her or something like that and said, That's a no cute kid. Yeah. Where was she? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but I know that that's uh, the only celebrity that she's actually met that I'm jealous of. <laughs> Although I'm she sure she a has baby. a perfect memory of <laughs> yes. that experience. Yeah. But yeah, John wow. Candy. That's amazing. I mean, if you're going to meet one, I mean, that's a big one. What year did Candy die? 94, if I'm correct. Wow. Which I think I am. That's sad. Do we know, uh, what, did he, heart attack or something? Heart reason? attack, yeah. He was on the set of um, Wagons East. Did you ever see that one? Uh, no, no. I do remember With that. Uh, Richard Lewis. Right. Who, who I believe is also <laughs> on his way out, sadly enough. He did not look good last I saw yeah. of him. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know a lot about him. He's 75. But, uh, he's okay. So he's just yeah. up there. But uh, yeah, John Franklin Candy, night, born 1950. He's born on Halloween. I didn't know that. October 31st, 1950 hmm. to March 4th, 94. So he's 44 years old. Wow. 43 when he died, actually. Wow. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, I didn't uh, particularly like that movie either. Either That was that Old West movie. <clears throat> And I guess he was uh, kind of complaining the whole time. He w- wasn't liking how the production was going and the the uh, conditions on him were very hard. He wasn't thrilled about riding a horse and being <laughs> under the heat and the conditions that were going on. And I guess they just, they went to sleep one night and uh, Candy passed away. So Wow. He didn't yeah. want to ride a horse though. Wasn't it like a Western? Right. I, I don't know if he was like reluctant to take that role or what, but mm. I, I just, from what I've heard, the other people that were on that production he uh he wasn't happy with the conditions and he wasn't happy with anything that was going on with it Hmm. so uh yeah very sad 
Yeah. We are starting it off on a somber note again. Yes, that's very true. So, um, you know, speaking of sick, I actually got some, um, I got sick, uh, I don't know, maybe a week or so ago. Probably still sound a little under the weather, but I actually took some uh, audio recording of me getting sick in uh, at the mall. So here it is right here. <laughs> And as I got sick, everyone around me... It sounds me, like a whole was, group of people sick. Yes. It spread very fast. Yeah, okay. So you must have been very contagious. Just wanted to prove I wasn't faking it, because we missed a uh, recording date. So That's true, we did. But, and I was un- under the weather a little bit as well. I don't have the greatest heat conditions in my place, so when it's uh, these rare... <laughs> These rare times in California when it's like 30 and 40 degrees all day, I kind of just have to wear layers of clothes and hoodies and blankets. And uh, I had a little cold as well. It only lasted for a day or so, but I had a voice problem, sore throat. Might hear it in me a little bit as well too. What did you have the uh, the mumps? I had the mumps, the bumps, and the humps. Uh, but really, I had a fever. I had the whole. You know when I uh, was like complaining that I was hot during our last one. That yeah, we, yeah. I got I got sick like that Wednesday after, hmm. uh, just with a fever. The whole thing, and it, it's been nice missing work. I'll say that. You know, it's kind of weird. <laughs> That is the plus. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, once you're starting to feel better, it's like, okay, now what am I going to watch today? What am I going to do? And that's where, like, you know, who's Harry Crumb came in. Right. One of the rare times when you'd want to watch that. Do you own that or how did you come upon that? Did you, you know, find it streaming? You know, on Movies Anywhere, um, people share screen passes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so someone gave me a screen pass for that movie and I gave them... Um, uh, what's a Steve Martin movie? Uh, Father of the Bride. I gave him, hmm. so he watched that, and I watched that one. Uh, what you know, a trade! <laughs> you know they're they're uh, doing away with that in a few months. Oh, so. the Screen Pass thing. Yeah, because oh. I don't really understand what it benefited doing it, giving away free movies. That did seem too good to be true. Like, well, yeah, what's in it for the company? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're finally <laughs> done with that. You're not getting a sale. You're just basically losing one. Yeah. So, uh, so mm-hmm. let's uh, let's get into some news because I have what may be the biggest news of the year. Uh oh. And maybe you have it too. Who knows? It's a big it's a big news piece if you ask me. I just have a continuation of another story we keep talking about cuz that's all I do with news but Durr? go ahead. Is it Durr? Durr Wiener Schnitzel? Yeah. No, no, no. No. Oh. That's that's the biggest news of the year. You didn't I don't get, claim to be. You didn't get new I coupons. I don't have that high quality of a story. No. Yeah. No, so here's the biggest news of the year. Um that I've seen. Uh, and honestly, it is big news. So this little place called Six Flags Magic Mountain, which is, I guess, not doing well. Uh, if you look at their numbers, uh, everything's down there. But anyway, I predicted that with their business plan. Maybe they're doing this to kind of uh, bring it back a little bit. So uh, starting March 18th to April 16th, so it's a few weeks there. It's going to be 14 full nights. They're calling it Scream Break. So they're basically bringing back Fright Fest in the middle of March to April. I think I heard something about that. Now, there is a big catch to this. And it's some, you know, this, you could say, wow, that is great news because now we get some horror during the middle of the year, but they're only going to be two mazes. So, hmm. you know, well, I think crowded they, those mazes are going to be, though. That's true. But they don't usually have a lot of mazes, I don't think, even in the Halloween season. 
Well, yeah, but it's got to be more than two. I think they have like five or six kind of thing. Do they? Yeah. I don't even think they had that much. When we went that first year, I think they only did have two. I think they had one. Yeah. Two, maybe two. It was horrible. It was, like, it was basically like a quarter of the park was, was decked out. That was yeah. about it. So they're saying haunted attractions, two haunted mazes, and uh, near full throttle, I guess. I don't, I don't know what that ride even is. Hmm. And uh, three chilling scare zones. So there's more scare zones than mazes at this thing. Uh, they will have devilish treats to sink your teeth into, a dead man's party for you to dance your night away, and then coasters in the dark, which to me are always disappointing. Um, I don't really care if they're in the dark. I like seeing the lights on at night and <laughs> going through it. I, I, We're kind of scared of the dark. Well, you know what? Honestly, it's it feels more boring in the dark. It's just like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's You can't see anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. True. And you still I'm can see plenty. looking at the... You know? Right. I'm looking at the site for uh Scream Break. Yeah. That crazy. is interesting. I you know, I don't think in any other theme park history that I can recall that they've done any kind of haunt sort of thing at this time of the year. So yeah. uh, do they have a new CEO or something? This seems like a shot out of the, the dark for Six Flags. Is this the same? I think the newest guy was the one who said, we're going to make our parks into family-friendly parks don't want to or make something, it, Yeah, right? he was to make them like a high-class thing. Yeah, Get talking, rid of the kids. Talking bad about the current clientele. Right. So maybe he's been... Uh, <clears throat> the the public <laughs> dollar has maybe made him change his mind with that, uh, that way, that yeah. business plan. When you this look at look- this... It, I don't cool. see I don't see front of the line access. I'm only seeing a single night event admission, which is only forty dollars. Right, very cheap, but it's only it's it says what nine to midnight. Yeah, so the admission for this one starts at seven thirty p.m. I guess that ticket, but yeah, it only goes till midnight, and I guess the actual event so, is nine to midnight. So, right, the event is nine to midnight. So I guess from what from seven thirty to nine you get the regular park right right and then you see there's a uh you could go unlimited access for 160 bucks 160 for 14 night pass it's cheap that really is yeah. cheap if you go every i mean you'd have to use it to make it worth it but it's such a uh a, a low volume or a, you know only two mazes like would you really want to go night after night i think the night? lines are going to be insane for two mazes Forty dollars. Yeah. Every kid in town is going to go to that. You know. Oh, yeah. I think minimum wage is like twenty bucks or something now. So you work two hours, <laughs> you can go much. to uh, go to Six Flags. Yeah, I see no, no mention of any kind of uh, fast lane service. Yeah, so I'm out. So yeah, not not negotiable for yeah. us. But kids, if I was younger, I mean, we used to do stuff like this. You know, with yeah, D and sure. stuff, go up there and. Oh yeah, yeah. If I was uh, fifteen, this might appeal to me. Yeah, that's that's interesting. No, I did not. Uh, was not really aware of this. I thought I think I saw some YouTube video about this or something, but I didn't click on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know this this could be a trend though of of parks. Well, see, I don't. I would never see Universal doing this because they're already so crowded. But you know, well, you know, Universal did it in a sense because they have had those year-long uh mazes in a way yeah you know, they had that horror maze and they had like the van helsing and walking dead what, what which happened was basically to that? like a walkthrough what happened to walking dead they just were they, done with it or they they were it was done it did its run i think it was there 
six, seven years, something like that, maybe even longer. It was there a while. What's but, there uh, now? Do, is there something there? I I think they're they've redone it. I know they brought it back for horror nights, and then that I think was it's uh, it's swan song. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing anything there now. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah. So the Universal's kind of done it. Uh, they should always have a, a year round horror thing. They are the originators of the horror genre. Yeah. So why not? I mean, I loved that uh, classic monsters one. Yes. Yes. And that was a long maze too, that area right when you walked in the park. Um, That was good. And I remember the, I think it was the Van Helsing one was pretty good too. I think they had a mummy one for a period of time. So Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to get some feedback on Scream Break. Yeah. Are you looking at the logo of Scream Break or the with the skull head? Yeah. Beach. (laughs) Now, what is that supposed to be? Uh, A drink? Uh, Or like, what is a beach? With surfboards on top of a skull with hibiscus flowers. What, what's the vibe that they're going for? Oh, so the le- the area that it's in is what? Uh, full um, throttle? I'm not sure. Full throttle. So yeah. maybe that's a surf kind of themed area. Oh, yeah. Well, full, th- yeah, full throttle sounds like a car or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but maybe they're <laughs> on the do more research. I don't something. know. That lo- either looks like an exotic drink or something. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. To keep it on, uh, check the text I just sent you, just so you know people can look if they want. Um, there is on Twitter's, someone posted a picture of Universal Monsters Land at Epic and the first like ride area and stuff um, that's been right. built or you know building. It's, it's moving right along. Yeah, Monsters is uh, is really coming to fruition. I can't wait. So they have the load and the unload. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm very curious to see. How that that really flagship ride is supposed to be rumored as uh, thanks uh, as Frankenstein's castle, I believe. Hmm. I'm really curious to see how that goes. I, the rumors are that it's going to be one of similar to the Harry Potter ride, where you're on that mechanical arm, you know, uh-huh. being thrust around. That could potentially be very cool. They could, as long as it feels different and new, right. Right, which I think it has to if they're if it's an old school monsters vibe. I hope it uh, has some callbacks of that maze we were just talking about. Yeah, you know, that was done pretty well. Yeah. So yeah, do you have any other news? I or? do. I got a few things. Um, so what was the inside the magic? Have you um have you heard of this site? I don't know. That sounds very. This familiar. is kind of a rumor mill. I'm going to send it to you because it concerns you. But Universal's teasing the possible return of Jaws. I, I don't know if this is real. I don't know what you know. This sounds like fake. It sounds like clickbait, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we shouldn't even talk about it. But there, there Inside is inside the magic net. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this is, but I guess Universal's something possibly at Epic could be coming about jaws but i'm pretty sure i mean epic it's it's got its plans already yeah, i don't think so cemented uh i don't believe anything with jaws is going to come back yeah. unless maybe a, a hanging shark like you see in the picture there right which is yippee ki you know <clears throat> It's nice to so have. Have you read but, this article? What exactly is uh, You know, say? I skimmed I, it over and it, it's just a bunch of rumors, but where there's rumors, like I, I don't understand why they would uh, create a rumor that didn't have some, you know, something yeah. truth to it. But I see Universal Orlando Resort said goodbye to Back to the Future of the Ride more than two decades ago, and yet 
Back to the Future is still one of the most prominent merchandise sellers in the theme park, as we've talked about. And it mm-hmm. says the same could be says for, said for Jaws. Jaws was demolished to make way for a major project. Officially closing doors 2012, Diagon Alley. Yeah, ooh, so the big thing about this article, though, comes down to the Simpsons ride and how they might mm-hmm. be losing, um, losing the IP for that because the contract's coming up. Right. So they're talking about a lot of rumors about Jaws returning, but... Universal Orlando recently posted a tweet referring to Jaws that had some fans coming up with all kinds of conspiracy theories. They tweeted, when you can't accept that the attraction is gone for good. Oh, That's yeah, it? yeah. Oh, and then it's got a picture of a guy like... <laughs> Sad with Jaws. Touching Bruce, looking like he's about to cry. I don't think, I don't read that as a tease of a new attraction. Me either. They're just milking that picture. I think that's just a creative kind of caption. Yeah, I wanted to see if you had heard anything. Uh, So last piece of news that I want to talk about is Walt Disney. uh, There's a big, big uh, attraction called the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland and other parks. Uh, so I've the, heard of that. Yeah, so they maybe, released maybe. a little trailer, a teaser, teaser trailer for the movie. Uh, I was going to bring this up. Did yes. you? Yeah, did you get to watch that trailer? I saw a YouTuber review the trailer. <laughs> and so they broke down like very, they took oh, like screenshots okay. of uh, certain little things and, you know, like Constance Hatchaway right. is in the trailer and the Hatbox Ghost and uh, somebody was like breaking it down in detail. I meant to go he- go ahead and watch the trailer, <clears throat> and I did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know what? It looks good. It looks fun, uh, but it's a teaser, and lots of trailers have let us all down in the past. Sure. Uh, Jared Leto is the hat, bo- hat box ghost. That's what I heard. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is Madame Leota. Uh-huh. Um, and those are kind Who's of the Owen Wilson? Names. You know what? I don't know. He's, he's <laughs> labeled as Kent, so I just think he's a character- in this movie. I think the the video I saw was referring to him as the ghost host. Um, really? Thurs, uh, I forget. He does have an actual name. Um, and he's in some of the mansion artwork with the noose. Um, hmm. And if you look at the poster, I did see the poster. It almost looks like, you remember those posters from the 80s where it was like that one um, artist that would do the the renderings of all the the movie posters and they were drawn you know like Mm -hmm. every movie in the 80s had them drawn like the goonies and back to the future and everything yeah it was drew something is is his name um the mansion poster almost looks like that i was like what is this i thought it was animated at first yeah yeah (laughs) there is like a drawn poster and if you look close in the background you know they're on like a staircase right and um i'm gonna pull it up right now um, they're on a staircase, and if you look at the the shadows behind them that are being cast against the wall, they're like the characters. Like one is Madame Leota, I think. Oh. One is, uh, you know, the bride in the attic. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it looks like uh, they're on the right direction. You know, what's really funny is uh, if you look at some of the comments on YouTube, because I don't know why I look at them, but people are like oh, I'm not watching this without Eddie Murphy in it and all this stuff. Really? Are that we? I haven't seen. I was going to say, yeah. like, I love Eddie Murphy, but not in that movie. I was glad to not see he's featured. Yeah. Are we trying <laughs> to pretend that that movie was good? I, I think they're trying to pretend that that movie didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Well, these people commenting like are pretending it's like the exist. greatest thing, you know? Really? I See, I've not seen that feedback. The, the reviews I've seen were kind of 
alluding to, uh, you know, yeah, that that movie uh, was not a highlight of the mansion. Right. It shouldn't but I, I think that poster is kind of cool. I don't know. We'll hope for the best, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Now, you, so you saw the actual trailer. What did you think? Uh, I think the teaser looks good. I think the teaser looks good. You'd say fun. It looks good. Uh, it's family, you know, junk. Of course, it's it's. I saw someone say, "Oh, Disney made a horror movie," and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Um, but it looks good. Uh, it looks like it's going to be like the first one, but without Eddie Murphy's overacting. You know. Right. And the first one almost had like a comedy touch to it, which was... I think that this... You know what? Remember The Mummy with Brendan Fraser? Right. I think it's going to be like that. Where it's like got that. some comedy in it, some action, yeah. and some fun. Yeah. I mean, it is a Disney movie, so it's not yeah. going to be too hardcore. Do we know what it's rated? No. Sure, PG. You know, it didn't say on Maybe the PG-13. Yeah, Did I'm hoping say. for 13. If it's PG, if it's 13, I'm probably out. Yeah, maybe they could get kind of hardcore. I don't know. That's true. That's true. Uh, speaking of trailers, the, there's a new Peter Pan and Wendy movie coming out, uh, going yeah, straight to Disney that. Plus. Mm-hmm. That it looks awful. It looks like it's straight to DVD. Like these, I think we're using Disney Plus now as a straight to DVD. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They always did that. They always had a, a large amount of movies. You know, before their like Renaissance in the '90s, mm-hmm. I think that's all they did. Really, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all those like, uh, sequels, video stuff, right? And then I think like the Little Mermaid changed things and they started doing theatrical releases again and they were actually making money. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen that trailer and I'm not too interested in that, but I've kind of heard that getting dissed a little bit. Like yeah. it doesn't look great. It sucks because I like, I love all those animated movies, you know, and people are almost taking like, oh, you're not going to see it because it's a political stance or something and, you know, because they're changing characters. To me, I just don't think the live actions are very good. The ones that I've yeah. seen, I've been very disappointed. I don't know. Is I, it a political sound? Well, because doing? I think Peter Pan isn't a ginger kid anymore, you know, redheaded kid. It's oh, some other thing. What is he? I don't know. He's he's <laughs> oh. not a white kid. I don't think he's a white kid. Oh, um, okay. But mm. it's like, I, I, that doesn't bother. Like, I really don't care. He's not even a real right. character. <laughs> but, um, right. you know, uh, but to me, like, I can't think of any of them that I liked. I thought Beauty and the Beast was awful, and that had white people in it, you know? So yeah. <laughs> it had nothing to do with race. Exactly. I mean... They're not good. Uh, good writing kind of rules everything, you know? Yeah. It's, it's quality, it's quality. That's you know what it reminds me of? This is what it is. Uh, remember that Psycho remake they did? Right. Where it's like shot by shot, the remake? Mm-hmm. That's what these are. It's it's a remake of something you've already seen, sometimes shot for shot, and you're like, why? Same song, you, same everything. That, do you think that's what it's going to be, a shot for shot? Because that, that Psycho remake was unique. I don't, <laughs> Psycho was unique. There's been very, I don't know if any other, can you think of any other movie that's done it like that? Not like that, shot for shot? but Beauty and the Beast, the live action is so similar to the animated okay. one. It's like, why not watch the animated? It's done well. It's over. Like, why do I, do my eyes need to see a real human now doing it, I guess? I don't know. Or a digital human. Yeah, that's true. It's half digital anyways, right? Right. I have not seen a lot of the the Disney animated features. I have seen Beauty the Beast. I have seen The Mermaid. uh, But I never saw like Mulan or Pocahontas or like a lot of those other ones in the 90s that were huge. Yeah. You know, I was like a badass teenager. I wasn't interested in that. Yeah, I saw them later in life, actually. (laughs) 
<laughs> which retirement is years. Yeah, it's in my retirement years. Well, with my nieces and nephews kind of thing. Yeah, okay. That's a um, good excuse. You know, speaking of Mulan, though, I'd say that was the best uh, live action that they've done because it didn't, it followed the story, but it was very different. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, there wasn't a talking dragon and stuff, you know? It was, like, more serious. <laughs> See, that I might like, a talking dragon. <laughs> then you got to watch Mulan the Animated. And you know what? Speaking of Eddie Murphy, I think he was the voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, He's that's up his alley. He's a donkey, a talking yeah. dragon. Donkey. You know what I did like was The Land Before Time. That's going back to my... Uh, that's Disney, isn't it? No, it's not. I think they all, no, don't they not. all die in that's it? That's Spielberg. Yeah. Land Before Time. What was that? Uh, I thought it was like Fox. I don't know. But now that's owned by Disney. I don't know. I don't know who did that. Oh, Universal did that. Okay. Oh, that was like yeah, Fifold no, and stuff. That no, explains it. Wasn't that yeah, around the Fifold. same time? I like that. I kind of like that too. That's an American yeah. tale. Yeah. Uh, the Neverending Story. That kind of stuff. That was my era of kids movie. Yeah, that was I remember stuff. we watched that in like second grade in the class and that's kind of got some scary stuff in it for second graders yeah i remember there's some like kids that were traumatized by uh, like that dog and stuff so <laughs> that's why you're uh, so messed up the 80s <laughs> yeah uh so you got any news I, i'm done with my news <clears throat> one quick continuation of a story we've brought up before and uh this just amazes me because it seems like the second we talked about it things started getting into motion so this is a uh, story I just came across, um, dated March 2nd of 2023, ABC News. Construction of bullet train from what? SoCal to Las Vegas set to begin. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> it seems like this thing is actually finally coming into fruition. High-speed bullet train from SoCal to Vegas is a step closer to reality. Brightline, the company that will build the system, has announced a landmark labor agreement with the High-Speed Rail Labor Coalition. Um, Americans want high-speed rail and Brightline West and high-speed rail labor coalition will deliver the high-speed rail labor coalition said in a statement. Um, we will be the most elegant travel by rail experience you can have in America. And it will be the catalyst for America's renaissance of travel by high-speed rail, $10 billion investment expected to create nearly $35,000 jobs during construction and over a thousand permanent jobs once operational according to a press release from brightline the fully electric train will be able to travel 200 miles an hour oh my so god that was pretty cool no yeah. i don't want to go i want to drive i kind of always wanted to drive 200 so uh. there will be stations near the las vegas strip rancho cucamonga rancho cucamonga apple valley and hesperia Hmm. You like Hesperia. That's one of your favorite cities. It is. Construction is sent to begin later this year and may be completed by 2027. <sighs> so, I mean, who knows? That Obviously, they haven't started yet, but it seems like they're like one step away from this actually happening. 30 years in the making or whatever it's been. So, wow. anyway, that's it. Just a quick news item to let, let you know that it seems to be chugging along the train from socal to vegas maybe we could take that go 200 miles an hour and go to that new universal horror park in vegas someday i would like to do that you know it's kind of like depressing to think about is my parents are pretty old at this point so 2027 they may not be here my parents will never see this come about, but they had talked about it since the I 80s. I was going to say, I remember your parents, they <laughs> yeah. were talking about it with your parents. Well, we like, had family there, so we'd go all the right. time. And they were so excited about not having to drive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's it was definitely talked about since the early 90s. 
And it seemed like we were at this stage at that time. Like, you know, they were saying it's about to start construction. It'll be there, you know, you know, by 95 or whatever it was. And then nothing happened. But I don't know. You know, there is this push, especially in California, for more rail uh, travel and electric vehicles and yada, yada, yada. So I don't know. Maybe the, the wheels are turning on this thing now. I don't know. I, I'll still kind of be surprised if it happens. But. So when you said 200 miles per hour, I had to look it up. Um, I, I, bullet train safety. Uh, High-speed rail is the world's safest form of transportation, it says. Japan was the first nation to build high-speed rail in 1964 and since transported 10 billion passengers without a single injury or fatality. So yeah, that makes the me tracks feel are straight. You don't yeah. got to deal with traffic. All right. Well, like, you know, hopefully not. Yeah. This should have its own uh, dedicated railway. It's not like it's sharing it with Amtrak, you know, and freight trains and stuff. So they better have security on this thing. <laughs> you ever, you know, when you fly Southwest to Vegas, it's like a party. Right. It's insane. Well, it says it'll be the most elegant travel by rail experience. I thought that was interesting. So I don't know what exactly that means. Does that mean there'll be cushions on the seats? Yeah, it won't <laughs> smell like our normal yeah, Amtrak. Like, you know, it won't be like a bus seat where it's like plastic. So yeah. I don't know. I hope you can get a drink on the train still. Yeah, that is, that's good news and interesting. Yeah. So we will see what happens. So you have a segment for us, right? If you have a segment, a little bit of a segment, I have see if I can some music. Popcorn, right. peanuts, cold drinks. <laughs> so you're going to talk about peanuts, and that's all I could find that says popcorn, peanuts, cold peanuts. <laughs> well, you know that is very fitting because I did go to the peanuts festival, and I had go ahead one more time. Popcorn, peanuts, cold drinks. I had all of the three. We really? did have some popcorn. Popcorn, uh, peanuts, We did cold have some drinks. peanuts, the characters, and mm -hmm. I definitely had a cold drink or two. Wow. Um, so let me bring up my notes here. This is a couple weeks ago now. Uh, we're a little late on this review because the peanuts celebration was, was in full effect in knots from January 28th to February 26th. So this is now over. So if you want to go to the peanuts celebration, your celebration, your SOL, um, but I will give you a little bit of a breakdown and some of my opinions about the celebration. I think this was the first year I had ever been to this. Have you ever been to this celebration? No, this one I have not. Yeah. I've heard of it a couple times. Um, and you know I'm a diehard die Peanuts fan. So uh, I should have been before. But uh, this was the first year I got to go to this. And uh, in a nutshell, let me just tell you, the, the Knott's Peanuts Celebration... It's like regular knots <laughs> <laughs> with a couple photo ops, a couple specialty food items, but it's, it's like regular knots in a downtime for theme parks. Mm. Uh, I believe I sent you a photo of what the crowd situation was. That was like in the middle of the day, 2, 3 p.m. on a Saturday, a holiday weekend. And as you could see, it wasn't as jam packed as it tends to be, you know, nowhere near not scary farm crowds. Um, so that was nice, but comparing it to the boysenberry festival, which starts soon. Um, if you were to go to one or the other, I would suggest the boysenberry. This is definitely downscaled from that. So, um, you know, the, the main peanuts celebration kind of features were photo ops with the characters, which are set up throughout the park. 
and then just some different, you know, specialty food items and drinks. Um, and, and so you know how they do those kind of pop-up bars or like stands that sell food and drinks around the park. Um, th those were all itemized on the the map. And you don't get a map anymore. I, I asked again for a paper map because I love those paper maps. But uh, that that's no longer a thing in most theme parks. It's a QR code. So once mm -hmm. again, you're on your phone blowing up the picture so you can read it. Um, so on the QR code map, there was several you know, pop-up stands around the park that were scheduled to have, you know, certain specialty food and drinks. I would say there's probably about maybe five or six of them that were on this map. I think only about two of them were actually opened <laughs> on a Saturday. So all of the, the items we're, we're still featured. Like, you know, I think I mentioned, I wanted to try this, the watermelon margarita and a couple of these specialty drinks. So those were, you know, said on the map to be at certain bars, certain little pop-up areas that never popped up. <laughs> they never open. So we're like walking around waiting for them to open, but they never did. But then the, the couple that did open pretty much had all the, everything available on the menu. So for whatever reason, they had reduced that down. Only a couple of them were open. So that was kind of a, eh, you know, I, I guess since the drinks were still available, it's fine. But they weren't all available like at the times I wanted them. You know, <laughs> the, yeah. the stands didn't open. You know, we were there like, I think 11 o'clock, 1030 in the morning. I don't think they opened until 12 or 1. So some of the time we're just waiting for them to open. Um, and so that was, that was a little annoying. Um, but, you know, once they did open, they did have everything pretty much available. But it's kind of deceiving when it says that on the map. And I like to follow the map. You know, I like maps. Yeah. And I couldn't follow the map, which was annoying. I was like, I had a plan in my head. Okay, this one's over by the Calico Mine Ride. Let's beeline there. And then you beeline there and there's nobody there. You know, so so there was that. Um, so let's see. I have some positives and some negatives. Um, like I said, in general, it's it's like basic knots with maybe a few fixins on the side. Uh, a couple of things we had, we participated in and witnessed was they had a peanuts party which was like a show basically at that big stage and uh at certain times during the day the characters came out and would dance you watch that or <laughs> wait you saw that part of it part of it mm -hmm. uh, i didn't we didn't stay the whole time uh, i didn't go sit down and get a seat i, I filmed some of it got a lot of footage on my gopro but i had some stupid setting on that i'd had on mistakenly since uh <laughs> since scary farm and i didn't realize it was on i literally had to reset my factory settings to get rid of this so you know whatever i won't get into that but my, none of my footage is usable but i had some footage of the of the peanuts party and i danced with uh charlie brown and did some stupid stuff hoping to post it but none of it's usable so yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was not crowded for a holiday weekend. A lot of photo ops. Um, the, the one photo op I wanted to see was the pig pen exhibit, as I spoke about. Yes, you love pig which, pen. Which was in the livery stable. Actually, you know what I did to prep for this celebration to really cement my peanuts love is uh, I, I forgot that I owned it. I either got it real cheap or I got it for free somehow or something. But in my iTunes library, I have the peanuts movie. Have you ever seen that? The, oh came yeah, out in like 2015. I have seen that actually. It actually is not bad. Yeah, 
it's digitally done, but they very much kept the spirit of the old Peanuts, you know, animated specials that would come out. Like they had the Halloween one and the Christmas one or whatever in the 60s and 70s that, you know, when you actually had to watch TV to see things. I remember those were a big deal. Um, but I watched the Peanuts movie before the, before, uh, the Peanuts celebration just to re-up my knowledge of the characters. And I actually kind of enjoyed that movie. I'd had it in my library for years to the point where I forgot about it and never watched it. So that was the perfect time to watch it. And I actually kind of enjoyed it. Now, how old did you think the Peanuts characters are? Oh, gosh. Then they, they, they started what are they portraying. A... I don't mean like, oh, uh, re- you're like how old the char- do you think the characters yeah. are portraying? Uh, so I, I would assume that Charlie Brown has got to be in fifth. Well, yeah. I was thinking like fifth fifth or sixth grade because, you know, they have crushes on girls and stuff like that. And, you know, so they have, you know, some kind of mature things for kids going on. But so I tried to look that up on the interweb and it says that the consensus that I found is that they're supposed to be in about third grade. No. Which seems a little young to me. Well, uh, Linus still sucks his thumb, so maybe. <laughs> True. It has the blanket, or yeah. that's the, who's the blanket one? Yeah, that's Linus. The piano. Okay, Linus. Yeah, the piano one is, I forget his name, but uh, it's the one Lucy has a crush on. Wait, Linus and the piano kid are different? I don't know. See? I, I don't remember. Know. I just know that Linus sucks his thumb. <sighs> And the piano kid is like, uh, like super good. Like, oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. It is someone else. I just looked it up. His name yes, is Schroeder. Yes, Linus has the blanket and sucks his thumb. Schroeder Linus Van Pelt. Schroeder. <laughs> Ricky he's Schroeder. Like a, he like loves Beethoven. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, Peanuts movie, not bad. As we just spoke about, I don't typically watch any animated stuff or like little kid stuff outside of like nineteen eighties nostalgia. Uh, so. I was kind of surprised they did it. They, I watched, you know, the, the iTunes film has some bonus features, some making of stuff and everything, which I actually watched that first. And that was interesting. They very much did it in the, you know, in the honor of Charles Schultz, uh, and with his son involved and everything who, you know, shed a lot of light as to how his dad would do these cartoons and pretty interesting stuff. Anyway, so the Peanuts movie, not bad. Um, but yeah, just to continue. So it, mainly the, the special thing is is photo ops with the Peanuts characters for this celebration. So I wanted to see Pigpen. So I beelined it over to that livery stable. And guess what? Pigpen was on lunch. <laughs> of course. So we went and did some stuff and then came back a couple hours later, came back. Guess what? Pigpen is on break. <laughs> <laughs> And we walked around, did some other stuff, came back. Oh, Pigpen should be back any minute. <laughs> wow. It was about three times to the point the, the next time we came back, the employee was like, oh, yeah, I remember you guys. <laughs> You're dying to see Pigpen. <laughs> wow. They knew you at that point. The staff knew that I was a hardcore Pigpen fan. And um, finally, like I think it was the third time back, he literally walked back into his photo op you know they had this like area lit with a background and everything you know in honor of pig pen and uh i was like the first one in line <laughs> went over and got a bunch of pictures with them and uh so i finally did achieve that goal but pig pen is always at lunch let me just tell you and we saw him walking like you know how they when the co- the characters are in costume they have to have like someone ex- ex- you know um 
escorting them through the crowd because I'm sure they can't see through those right. freaking things. So it's pretty funny to see him. Like, I think somebody was like, you know, we saw him out at the park in ghost town, like being escorted to the bathroom a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I did get my pig pen picture. Um, goal achieved. Um, Knott's, you know, this has nothing to do with peanut celebration, but let me just reaffirm. I think Knott's has some of the best coasters in SoCal. Yeah. Even comparing to Six Flags, you know, I'll go out on a limb and say that. Um, Accelerator was down, as it always is. Yeah. Um, I did go on hang time this time. I had to do that. And that is a great coaster, I must say. I think that's one of the best. That must, that's got to be like a top three or top five coaster, in my opinion, for, for SoCal. Ghost Rider, always a pleasure. Um, you know, still smooth ride for, for a bump, for a wooden coaster, traditionally bumpy coaster, much smoother than, than the Matterhorn. Um, Ghost Rider A+. I almost got a Ghost Rider shirt, but I talked myself out of it. I don't need any more shirts. Right. They had some cool Ghost Rider merch. Um, Calico River Rapids went on that, even though it was a chilly day. And that will segue into some of the low lights, okay? There's always low lights. It was a fun trip, but I always got to point out some negatives. I love knots, but. Yeah. Let me ask you a fail. question before you just yeah, move on. Um, did Chris end up going on hang time? Because she no, didn't want I had to. to go on it by myself. Okay, yeah. I remember you told me she was scared before. I needed my money's worth, yeah. so I went on it by myself, which I'm not afraid to do. And uh, yeah, it's a great coaster. And you had front of the line, right? Of course, yeah. yes. Which it was still a valid investment. Um, you know, not everything. Again, it, you know, just like at Universal or wherever else, the longest lines you're going to wait in on weekends with front of the line is the food lines. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we waited like a half hour for, for some tater tots <laughs> in one of the food lines. Um, so um, Calico River Rapids, I got to say they've, you know, in the short time that that's been open, they're mm-hmm. just letting it go to crap <laughs> already. Yeah, like some of the, half of the effects, not half, but I'd say a third of the effects are just not working anymore. I don't know if you remember, there's the one area where they have the hens and the foxes are in the head, hen house. Uh-huh. The fox heads are popping out of the, the wooden structure. So that's, there's no fox popping out anymore. And I remember it wasn't in October, in September when we went to Scary Farm. So that hasn't been fixed. Um, and the big letdown of the ride, Sasquatch is not articulating anymore. Really? He's totally he's totally still. And he's not even in a good position. He's like got his head turned, so you can't even really see it there. If you don't know to look for him right there, you wouldn't even notice it. So and you know what that that was also down when we went in to Scary Farm in September. Sasquatch mm-hmm. was not working then. And I remember complaining about it then. So he's still not working. I don't know if they brought him back or what's going on. But he actually did have some good articulation. Remember, he kind of, you know, he would move his whole head to the side and stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, Bigfoot was not working. Um, wow. You know, boo-hoo-hoo. Little things like that piss me off. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's a, you go to these places, you would expect, if it's open, if the ride is open, for things to be working. Sure. And, and, you know, on that ride, that was like, that's the finale. That's the flagship section of the ride you know they have the bigfoot in the stores they have the bigfoot on the calico rapids shirts but then 
you go on the ride and you sit in there like he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't even see him. I don't know. That bothered me. So, uh, yeah, Bigfoot down. Um, I hope they bring him back. I don't know if it's been down since September, if there's something chronically wrong with the, the figure or what. But, uh, yeah, that was a that was a low light. Um, log ride down for refurbishment. Uh, no yeah. log ride. The whole thing was drained, which is actually kind of cool to see that lagoon drained. Um, it's a little deeper than I realized, but... Uh, yeah, that's that's one of my favorites in, in the Knott's Park, and uh, Log Ride was down for refurb. And then, you know, a couple of food items that I was looking forward to trying. You know, one of them was the mac and cheese bites. You know, a lot of, I don't know, with their food items, I've noticed this with the Boysenberry Festival too. They kind of overdo it. They, they add a lot of stuff to their basic items that make it kind of gross. Like they had, in my opinion, anyway, I like things a little more plain, but you know, they had like their, like their specialty pizza items was like a cheese pizza with onions and mayonnaise and uh, a bunch of other weird ingredients yeah. that you just don't, that don't go well with pizza. So that was like their specialty pizza thing. You know, no thanks. I'd rather have a pepperoni pizza. Um, but anyway, so one of the plainer specialty items that I wanted to try was, uh, the mac and cheese bites, which looked pretty good. But so looking on our QR code map, um, the mac and cheese bites were supposed to be at the little eatery across from Calico river rapids, no mac and cheese bites. Hmm. And then looking at the fine print, it said while supplies last or something like that, but it, it just, it was a long line there and it, they just weren't on the menu. So we weren't going to brave the long line. Uh, to get up there and have them not be there. Um, what we did get was the uh, pepperoni pizza tater tot bites, <laughs> which also come with onions, a bunch of onions on them. Yeah, It's like onions, pepperonis, uh, tomato sauce, or like marinara sauce, and tater tots. <laughs> so I got no onions, and those were pretty good. I mean, how could you go around pepperonis, uh, marinara sauce, and tater tots? But anyway, um, and then a lot of other stuff. It was just like weird, you know, weird ingredients. Like just throw onions on everything and mayonnaise, like stuff that doesn't necessarily go. I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to be exotic or what. Onions were on everything though, which I'm not a fan of. So that was kind of the only specialty item I had. Definitely had some boysenberry beer. Uh, we had a, a couple of the um, the seasonal peanut celebration drinks one was like a peanut butter and jelly uh seltzer yeah. which they literally put peanut butter around the rim of the cup which was uh i don't know not not a very practical drink <laughs> if you want a alcoholic drink uh again it's like they just try to do kind of out of the box type stuff i guess with uh the, the thought that it'll be innovative and uh groundbreaking maybe uh but in all reality, eh, not great. Kind of sounds better on on paper than it actually is in person. So, all in all, it was a good time. But you know, it's it's not with a couple little fixins on the side. Right. That's all it is. Um, I would say the boys. You know what it did make me want to do is go to go to the Boysenberry Festival because they really do do that up. Um, all those pop up bars that I speak of, they were all open at the Boysenberry Festival. And I guess part of it is, you know, January, February is 
traditionally a downtime for theme parks in general. So it was just a downtime. Uh, so they were definitely geared that way. Uh, but it doesn't really hold a candle to the Boysenberry Festival. I guess if you're a diehard Knott's uh, aficionado or Peanuts fan, diehard Peanuts fan, you might like it. If you really want a picture with Pigpen like I did, um, it might be worth your money. There's no, uh, there was no like tickets, uh, you know, that you can give for drinks or food or anything like that, like they do at the Boysenberry Festival. That wasn't a thing. So it was basically like knots. Hmm. So that's the review. That That is the big, big, big Peanuts celebration review for you. I was actually looking forward to that because I had never been. Um, I got to say, let's go back really quick to Bigfoot not being active and stuff. Sasquatch, no. whatever you want to call them. Um, <laughs> so the Boysenberry Festival is coming up and Knott's has cut some of the entertainment that they had already announced due to budgets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering how good the park is performing right now being that they've taken away three things that was originally announced for the boysenberry festival it won't be there do you know what they took yeah, away? yeah so they took away the 80s dance party oh, okay um they took away i guess some live performance stuff to hmm. bands and stuff uh and then they the 80s also, dance party sounded great but i wasn't there late enough last time it's called the totally tubular 80s yeah. dance party Hmm. Yeah, you know, you don't see that's why you got to either get a hotel or maybe even drive because the parks are great at night and taking the train, unfortunately, you got to leave by like five, right? Yeah, exactly. Like that five thirty ish. Yeah. So, um, so they're taking away those things from Boysenberry Festival. And then they also announced, so last year they did a, uh, a brunch, Boysenberry brunch thing. And Mm. it was $40, 38, I believe to, uh, to enjoy this brunch. This year, the price has gone up to, I don't have it in front of me, but I want to say it's $75. Hmm. Um, that's wow, a huge that's significant. jump. We're not talking, of course it's going to go up because of, you know, food's going to blah, blah, blah. Uh, but this is, this is a big, big. Is there any difference up. to the food lineup or anything that we're aware of, or it's just gone up? Not that I'm seeing because I, we didn't, I didn't go last year, but um, so it's $73 this year. It looks like. Wow. Per yeah, person. That's almost a 50% markup yeah. from last year. So uh, you wow. just got to wonder, maybe Sasquatch can't exist right now because- <laughs> Well, that could have something to do with it. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive to maintain those animatronics. I get it. Um, but I would think that would be a high priority. And I know, obviously, I know lately they've, uh, you know, crowds have been low. I'm sure you've seen, or I don't know if you've seen, but they've been closed- uh, a couple of the last few weekends where it's been raining and stuff like that. Knott's hasn't even been open. So that's got to hurt a theme park in the purse yeah. when their, uh, their, their busy days are not bringing in any revenue. Um, but you'd think as far as the Sasquatch thing goes, you'd think if he's truly been down since September of 2022, <laughs> yeah. I mean, get it together. Or at least position his head forward. Right. (laughs) Like he's got his head turned to where you don't even see the face. Yeah. If (laughs) Universal can afford the T-Rex, you know, moving. Exactly. Sasquatch. Universal can afford to get the old shark jumping out of the water that's been there since 1976. Right. um, Get it together. Yeah. I wonder, did uh, not Scary Farm underperform? When we went there, it wasn't very crowded. Well... Yeah, and maybe for for Scary Farm, 
right you know, there's still people there it was it, it was but, pretty crowded but yeah. uh you know like i guess now that you say that i guess what was that last year that we went before the covid nonsense it was 2019 or mm -hmm. whatever it did seem a little crazier <laughs> yeah, at that was. time. Yeah. I remember that being really packed. So maybe knots is hurting, but I at least, you know, and I get that we're all hurting nowadays, especially in California, but uh, I hope they find, maybe we need to do it. Go fund me, save the Sasquatch, save the Sasquatch. <laughs> I wonder hey, how I'd, much you'd need. I'd, I'd spend 50 for that. Yeah. But, but, you I, know, if I could go next time, I really wanted to get him on the GoPro. I had it ready. I filmed that whole ride on the GoPro and it just kept letting me down. The Fox didn't pop up. You know, I didn't even, we didn't get that wet. That was a nice thing because it was pretty cold, but, uh, it frustrates me when things don't work that I'm looking forward to seeing. Was there a lot of people wanting to go on that ride? Cause it was no, pretty cold. That yeah. didn't, we had the fast pass, but it went the fast pass way, but that was a walk on anyway. Uh, it was totally not a, not even a crazy ride. And then, you know, you see the people walking out and like some people are drenched and then some aren't that wet. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. So luckily we didn't get that wet, but yeah. I hate when things don't work. I hate when things don't work. And that's a work. new ride. It's not like that's, you know, we went on that mine train, every, all the animatronics in there seem to be working fine. I know it's, I know animatronics are hard to maintain among water. Mm. hydraulics and things like that are uh, traditionally uh, i guess more problematic when you're in a water setting i don't know i mean i'm i guess i'm trying to look for some kind of <laughs> defense well, for it knots, is an outdoor really ride it's outdoor um but i mean how hard can it be when yeah. when the, the main character doesn't work well look uh, i'm not putting an out a ride outdoors if it's not going to work so they they have right. to know that it's going to get wet it's going to get cold it's going to get very hot all and it's a it. new ride yes. uh, like you know they just revamped that in what 2018 2019 yeah and then you know minus the year for covid so it's like come on i hear you but, uh, I hear yeah i guess you. i should have bought the bigfoot shirt so i could have at least got a bigfoot but, yeah uh, i didn't i didn't Popcorn, peanuts, cold drinks. <laughs> yeah, well, peanut celebration. I did get the popcorn, got the peanuts, and I got several cold drinks. So all that was kicking. Nice. But yeah, will I go again? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Uh, you know, it, it, like I said, I'd go to the Boysenberry Festival over the peanut celebration. But yeah. you should go and you should get a picture with a portrait with Charlie Brown. You could get a picture and then have it painted. That mm. would be pretty exquisite. There's a birthday gift for your, your birthday next year. Probably not going to do that, but it's a great <laughs> idea. Um, you know, I wanted to bring something up from uh, my Disney trip real quick before we get out of here. And that was a wonderful review, by the way. Um, Thank you very, Just very really much. quick. One thing that we did do that I didn't even mention, and I just wanted to say it because it's, it's, it is great, is we did Splash Mountain. And... Uh, Boy, oh boy. It's still old school. Splash. It was all old school. And uh, if you have a chance, you might want to hit it up before it's gone because when it's it, going to be when gone. When is it dead? You know what? They delayed the death of it in uh, California. And I think the reason why is because a Haunted Mansion was down. Yeah, they uh, got a lot of things Indiana down. Indiana Jones. Yeah. So they kept that open. But it's going away very soon. Because I saw some definite videos on supposedly the last day of Splash Mountain, but it must have been Florida. Florida. They already closed the Florida one. Florida's okay. closed. So and I don't Adam know. The Woo did a video. Might be time to go to Disney, get one last yeah, trip in. Yeah. 
And I think Mansion opened back up, right? Is it open? Yeah, I think it was. I open. think I heard it finally opened back up. So right, kind of like right now would be like a sweet spot. Still yeah. kind of a, a down season. Yeah, but, uh, maybe. As long as I, like if I go to if I go to Disney, I need to see the Mansion. Well, hopefully you can see it, and hopefully it'll be open. Um, you know the uh, that Mickey's Runway Mickey Mini Runway Railway thing. Yeah. Uh, no longer using the virtual queue, but it is an extra fifteen dollars to ride it. If even if you have Genie Plus, so that's an oh. update on that. I, I just so, don't. but there is a so yeah, it's it, you get a fast pass. In other words, you can do you that. can pay for it. Okay, extra. But they're not doing the Southwest Airlines right uh, check in. Not the check in system. Thing. Yeah. So okay. At least they're done with that. Madness. I bet that got a lot of negative feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, thank you for your review, and thank you for this. Thank you. Peanuts, cold drinks. For that beautiful soundtrack kicking in. And that beautiful sample. Where did you find that sample? <laughs> Popcorn, peanuts, cold drinks. Is that like um, uh, baseball game sound effects or something? You know <laughs> what? I, boy. Uh, I knew that your featured segment was the peanuts, peanuts celebration, so I typed sure. in peanuts. Okay. And, and that's, that's the got. only result I got on that website. Well, next week I'll be doing a Dodger Stadium review, and we can use the same sample. Popcorn, peanuts, cold drinks. <laughs> Because that's what we're about on this podcast is maximizing our samples to hell with the content. We just want to maximize our samples because we are cheap. You know what's so, funny so, though? So. You know what's uh-huh. funny is we haven't added like new sound effects in forever. And <laughs> this, this is, is the first new one I've heard since uh, since uh, Santa Claus went to battle with the Krampus. Yeah, that's it. And that episode never even came out. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this one does. Oh, wow. Anyway, another fantastic, magical, mesmerizing episode by the Theme Park Junkies, if I can toot our own horn. So yeah, check us out on Instagram, Park Junkies one Give us a follow, give us a like, give us five bucks, mail it to us, P.O. Box, uh, Theme Park Junkies at um, Los Angeles, California, 90036. And that's going to do it on behalf of the peanuts, on behalf of the Brightline bullet train, on behalf of the land before time and the haunted mansion and Ryan, this is Jay saying out. Popcorn, peanuts, popcorn, peanuts, cold drink, popcorn.